Hi, this is Chris Mueller with the Weekly Word for Everyday Catholic. I've been pondering John chapter 6 a lot over the last few weeks. Jesus' teaching this chapter is blatant. Amen, amen, I say to you. Unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you do not have life within you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him on the last day. For my flesh is true food, and my blood is true drink. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me, and I in him. It's John chapter 6, verses 53 through 56. If you ever wondered why we as Catholics believe so firmly in the real presence of Jesus Christ in the Eucharist, well, there's your answer. Jesus teaches it explicitly in John chapter 6, and then at the Last Supper, he shows us how. He takes the bread and the wine, and he tells the apostles, this is my flesh and blood, eat and drink it. He then gives them the instructions to do what he's done in remembrance of me. And that remembrance is important. In our modern language, we hear it and we think of a reenactment or, or looking back. But Jews at the time of Christ understood remembrance in a different sense. To remember was to enter into the reality of something. So in John 6, Jesus tells us he's real food and his flesh and blood are to be consumed. At the Last Supper, he offers himself and he commissions the apostles to repeat what he has done so that others may receive the offering of Christ's body and blood. Now, I could spend a lot of time just on this teaching. It's crucial. And ordinarily, I'd probably continue in this vein. But these aren't ordinary times. Today, there's another message I'm pondering. You see, at the conclusion of John chapter 6, it says many of the disciples returned to their former way of life. Okay, let's be clear. These are students of Jesus. It doesn't say the crowds left him. It says disciples. These aren't casual spectators. Now, you'd think Jesus might somehow convince them to stay, but he doesn't. It's clear that to stay or to leave is totally the choice of the disciples. Jesus doesn't chase them. No, instead he turns to the apostles and he says, Do you also want to leave? And Peter, speaking for the twelve, answers, Master, to whom shall we go? Over the last weeks, as scandals once again embroiled the church, I've reflected on this passage a lot. And if I'm honest, I have to admit there have been times over the last weeks where I've wanted to leave. There have been moments where I've been so angry that I've considered just walking away. And I know there are many listening to this who have felt the same but I can't leave. I keep coming back to Peter's words, Master, to whom shall we go? As much as I hate the perverse criminality that caused such scandal, I can't leave the church. The Eucharist is the real presence of Jesus Christ. Jesus teaches it explicitly, and we see in Scripture that he trusts this incredible gift to the church. Now, that's hard to accept right now, But can I accept that the sins and failings of men, even men in the priesthood, can somehow diminish Christ's gift of self? No, I can't. Not even the most heinous, corrupt, perverse cleric can conquer Christ. And so, yes, I'm angry. There is such a thing as righteous anger, but righteous anger acts out righteously. So I won't be silent, and I won't be still. I'll work towards the restoration of Christ's body. I'll do my small part. But righteous anger doesn't act out of hate. It acts out of love. Jesus chased the money collectors, fueled not by hate, but out of zeal for the house of the Lord. We need to have the same zeal, and we need to chase the corruption out of the church. The church needs to experience renewal. And the laity, you and I, we have to speak up. We have to demand to be heard, and we must not give up until the structures that have enabled such horrific crimes have fallen. Yes, I'm angry. Yes, 
I'm struggling, but I won't leave. The very teaching that caused so many to leave in the gospel is the one that's keeping me from leaving today. This has been Chris Mueller with the Weekly Word for Everyday Catholic. If these weekly reflections have been serving you, go ahead and give us a good review on iTunes. And also, we'd love it if you check out everydaycatholic.com and prayerfully consider a monthly gift.